This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, I'm Gary Stockforth and I listen to the Scarf Bagara War. You're listening to the Scarf Bagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I'm wasting all my life for that! What a screamer! An absolute screamer! Hello and welcome to the Scarf War, the show that treats the laws of live streaming as a mere suggestion. I'm your host for tonight, Nick Lee, here to guide you through the next hour of the podcast for County Fans by County Fans. My co-host tonight is a man who never says no to talking all things county. In fact, he's more likely to say yes or go on then. It's Russ Johnson, yeah, right, mate? <laughs> yeah, not bad, mate, how are you? Yeah, good. Uh, when we first talked about doing this live streaming a few weeks ago, when we first got into yeah. it and what have you, the, the main things that we tried to keep in mind was that we don't want to be like Arsenal fan TV. That's like the, the benchmark, that's like the most famous kind of like football live stream and it's just a subject of mockery for everyone. So we're not quite that yeah. bad. But then the team go and pull out a performance like that on Saturday and you think, oh no. All I will say is thank God for the win last night. Yeah, it could have been a very interesting episode tonight, couldn't it? Yeah, I was thinking that. I did. I did put a tweet out jokingly saying, um, "Should we do uh, like a Q and A after after a match?" I was I was joking, by the way. There's that. We're not going to do that. Somebody else can, but we're not. Uh, could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> after after losing three 0 at home to Yeovil, bloody hell. Yeah. So what what we're doing tonight? What's happening, mate? Oh, we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, we've got the Oval match to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about Maidenhead last night as well. And we've got Matt, who's currently sat backstage um, waiting to come on. Um, eating, all, eating all the Christian nuts. Yeah. If, you've got, if, he's, if he's got any special requests, you need to ask it now. Uh, some, do you want some, do you want some um, spring water, Matt? <laughs> he's, he's saying yes, he does, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about the new signings. So, uh, Friars and Dumwald. I think he's. Uh, I'm not Ooh. sure if I pronounce. Someone's been on Duolingo, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll also talk about the Cheedland toxic toxic 
the toxic atmosphere in the cheetle end. I can't, <laughs> I can't say that word. Um, and then we'll also cover the blog because the blog's had a lot of love this week um, from the Quite excellent uh, articles that we posted from from the lads. So we'll, we will talk about that. Um, and generally, yeah, we will just have a bit of a chit chat about County. So there we go. I feel a bit bad. That's sat there now. Should we just get him out for the? Should we just get him yeah. out to chat? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, Let's get him on. out to chat. Yeah. Um, everybody knows Matt Blake. He's SCSC Blue on Twitter, and he goes to pretty much all the away matches and home matches. Hello, Matt. Hello. You okay? Yeah, not bad. I'm getting a bit of echo from your headphones. How are you? Um, yeah. I'm got one sec. We always have technical difficulties with guests. Robin Richards had technical difficulties, didn't he? But it's not like he works in like he makes his yeah. living from like audio or anything, is I it? I know, yeah, audio. <laughs> I haven't ticked echo cancellation, so I don't know. Well, let's just well, let's crack on with it then. So we'll start with Yeovil on Saturday. Um, highlight for me was was the drummer at half time keeping in sync with that's not my name. You, you yeah. tell me what your highlight was. Uh, but it, it was it was as a day. It was definitely the worst thing to ever happen on the eleventh of September. I'd say. <laughs> what a shocker of a day! Oh my word! <laughs> if it had been for the for the full nine eleven experience, though, I suppose County would have had to have like like lost another game in a field somewhere. Like right, Nick, Nick, time. come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was pretty bad. What did, what did you think, Matt? How did, how, how did, did Bo, did you have to go home halfway through because Bo was um, was crying? No, no, nearly because of me, to be fair. But no, it, it, was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty dire, to be to be honest. It was uh, probably, one of wor- probably one of the worst games I've seen just in terms of, we just looked disjointed, completely dis- disjointed. And we looked like a team of individuals rather than any form of team. But I did feel... Really sorry for Ruh. He kind of, I don't know. We we were we sit in the main stand and he got a few people having a bit of a go at him, and it wasn't nice to see. But yeah, which is their prerogative, you know. They've changed. They've uh, sorry, they've changed. They've 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 paid the money, haven't they? They're they're entitled to voice their opinion. Um, I think how you how people do that, and they've got to accept the ramifications of doing that. I think because some of it is pretty embarrassing, if you ask me. You know. Um, I, you know, I would never dream of going up to the dugout and having a go at nah. the players or the managers. I, I don't know. I guess I guess people are wired differently. Um, yeah, it was just it was just all levels of wrong. I thought I thought Dagenham was you know the Dagenham match was a bad match. You know, a bad day generally. It just it just got away from us completely, didn't it? In fact, we didn't even get away from us. We didn't even start. No. For all the talk of. And I know people were critical of what John Kieran said on the commentary that the red card changed the game. Because I, I thought we were just piss poor. We had we had a little three or four minute spell at the start of the second half. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah, Alex Reed could have equalised after, just after the break, but that was it. I think their, their, their front two or three pressed our back three really, really well. And we almost couldn't cope with it. When they come running at us, we kind of just panicked and whacked it up front which drives me mad when we could do that. It was almost like they were playing 4-2-4 for a lot of it. You know, three or four pressing our bat line. And when Someone we just... should. <laughs> well, they... <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't handle it. And then Barkley, as that left-sided left centre-half, he just got caught out so many times. It was... 
it was horrible to watch. It really was. I, I did take advantage of the they keep the bar open, the cheese lane, don't they, all second half, and they've got the game on on the screens. So I took advantage of that and had a pint. Did wobbled, you? Wobbled back up after the penalty, yeah. I've, I should have joined you, mate. It was just, it was just horrible. Is there, is there anything about the game? I mean, let, we can come on to Dunvald's miss yeah. as he was as he went through. Um, yeah. What what else? What you know? What 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 else? There must be more wrong with it. I've seen loads of tweets, loads of Facebook posts. There must be more that we can discuss that was wrong with the wrong with the match. Just, well, we just persevered with the same thing we've been doing. For weeks and months, like knowing it's not because teams have got the measure of us now. Like Yovel knew exactly what they needed to do from the first minute. It's not like it took them a, a while to get used to how we were playing. They knew straight away. This is what we've been saying for so long about having a plan B. See, see I think we, we sometimes we seem like we don't believe in our own system of way. To, so the, mm. it seems to me the way we want to play is quite patient build-up, which I quite like. And the passing backwards, I haven't got a problem with. It's keeping mm. the ball. And sometimes you can't always go forwards because something's been blocked or there's a defender in the way and you do have to go backwards. But we seem to kind of do it for a couple of passes and then we get and then the players just think, oh, I've got to whack it forward now. And I think if, you, if we just stuck doing it for longer gaps will happen and, and gaps will open and some, somebody a defender will switch off and somebody will be in it. But it's kind of like, I'm not saying, I, I'm not blaming the fans because I don't want to get slated on Twitter because I know that will happen. But it does feel a little bit like you can feel the tension in the crowd building up as we pass backwards and the player almost feels it and just thinks, right, the best thing to do is smack it up to Paddy Madden who's about, I don't know how tall he is, but he, you know, I feel sorry for Paddy Madden because he's getting balls whacked up to him and he's not, I don't know. He's not. He's not huge, is he? But yeah, that's not his game in the slightest, is it? No. But it just seems to be like we 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 start off the patient build up, and then after about four seconds, we get fed up of it and we whack it. And that I think if we if we did the patient build up for a bit longer, and fans saw what we were trying to do, and and it actually worked a couple of times, I think that might help everybody kind of get along a bit better. Yeah. I mean, just going back to that Paddy Madden point, Ian makes a good point here. You, you can't whack it up. You can't play long ball if there's no big lad up, up top. I kind of agree with that. That's kind of what you're saying, isn't it? I, I, I agree with the build-up. I agree that it's good. And, and someone's mentioned a crab passing, which is really frustrating. That's okay, like you say, if there's if there's something in that second third and the final third to complement it. But you can't do it when you're playing Ben Whitfield left wing back. You, you know, and, and it just seems like... I don't know what was wrong with with Reiki. Uh, I know he went off really early. I, I, they, they said it was illness. It wouldn't surprise me if, if he got if he got hooked because of of just the way he was playing. Um, yeah, they, I don't know. It's just so many levels of wrong, and, and the game completely got away from us. Okay, we got a, we got a man sent off. Um, there was debate about whether it was or wasn't a yellow card and double jeopardy and all that sort of stuff. He's gone down in the box. You, you, you give the you, for me. You give the referee a decision to make just by even having making contact with him. So, you know, they're likely to give it this day and age. Yeah, it just it was just. I, w- I tell you what, I was livid after the match. Livid. Yeah. yeah their, their, number ten, their number ten, Quigley, I think he was. He he played. If he was in our team, would have played the right game because you could whack it up to him, and he was dead strong. He made. I think he get. You know, Hogan had a right old tussle with him but he kind of won a lot of stuff and held stuff up but sadly he wasn't in our team and um 
our system just didn't really suit. But it was just quite a depressing kind of walk away. And, and I was livid as well, but then I did calm down a little bit the next day when I thought, you know, it's give it give him a bit of time. I just had yeah. to avoid it all on Saturday night. I was just straight up, straight not on Twitter at all when I got in, just couldn't be arsed with it. Just one of that. I it took took me back to like National League North in a way. Because that, that happened quite a lot then after a, a shit afternoon. Yeah, but but luckily on to last night and because just imagine having to do this podcast if we'd lost last night. Yeah, it's funny. I was I was thinking about this. You know, I was thinking about it before last night's match and then after. Years ago, you know, when we, when we first started this pod, we this is what we were doing. You know, we 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 did this pod when we went seven games without scoring at the end of a season. I think, you know, and I always think I always think, what did we talk about? <laughs> because. There was nothing happening on, you know, that off the pitch was a, a, sh- a shit show as well. On the pitch was just as bad. Um, I was trying to wrap my brains about, you know, what did we actually talk about? So, but now, yeah, it, it, you know, I was I was dreading if we'd if we'd have got beat last night. I mean, luckily we won, and it sounds like we were dominant before the red the first red card. Um, I don't know. I mean, do you think do you think the the, the fans are let's go back to the Oval match? Or do you think do you think that the fans are helping the situation? Um, I know there was early chance of uh, you're getting sacked in the morning, and um, we're shit, and we know we are. Let's pretend we scored a goal. Do you think? I mean, it's a stupid question. Do you think that helps? I, mean, I, I sit in like upper tier three, so that was like right behind me. It, it's not like it was the whole stand singing. It was like 20 or 30 idiots, I suppose. Um, but when there's nothing else, when no one else is making a noise and it's going to, it's going to carry across in it. Um, it's, just, it's the same people who were like singing fuck the Pope and the IRA the week before and like booing, taking the knee and people are getting more pissed off about this than they are about that happening every week. So I don't know. But, but some, some people seem to be using that as the excuse for the performances. There seems to be an element, especially on Facebook, there seems to be a prevailing feeling that it's the fans' fault that we're not performing, which is one of the reasons I don't go on Facebook. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Do you think it, do you think the fans have got a part to play? Because, you know, we, we we talk about, oh, County of the 12th man and the numbers, well, not retired, I think it's assigned to the fans every year. You know, we, we, every time John Kieran seems to welcome a new player to the club, it's all well, what about the fans? The fans are the best, um, are we? I think I think we I think we I think we, we are very good. When, when it's good, we're good. I think sometimes when we're, when it's bad, we are we are we can be quite bad and quite kind of n- not nasty, the right word, but kind of nasty-ish. But I think it's a bit of a responsibility on both. I suppose the players have got to give us something to to be cheerful and cheer about in a positive way. But equally, when it's not going so well, maybe they need a little bit from us. I'm not saying we don't do it, but maybe they need a little bit from us. You know, and I don't know how much of an impact, and probably nobody will, but playing for a whole season behind, you know, with nobody in there. And it was all kind of, it probably is very different for them. And I know the professional footballers, and you can say that that's what they get paid to do and stuff, but it's a long time to play with nobody in there. All of a sudden you're getting people and you, and you can hear the voices. You can hear, it's like I said, we, we, I didn't hear the chance to be fair from where I was sat, but we, we get people in ours, like somebody will go back, pass backwards and they'll just shout forwards for, and it's, it's also like here, the players can hear it and think, all oh, right, I'm going to have to whack. And they're panicking to whacking it forward. And, and one time I think it was keen hit it forward. And you could see Russ turns and said, just said to him like, calm down. Mm. It's almost like, you do, just can't do what we, what would, 
he's got a system to play. And like I say, he seems to be patient, build up, waiting for an opening. And sometimes you have got to be patient. You can't just, as much as we all love to sit here and us just attack all game, it's, ne- it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So you have to be sometimes, be a little bit patient. And like I say, sometimes you'll go forward, something gets blocked off, but the option's not there. Then rather than give the ball away, surely it's better to keep the ball even if we have to go all the way backwards. But the problem is we all go all the way backwards and then we just whack it forward. If we if we went all the way backwards and then start to play through again and try again and go to the other flank, go to the other... That's quite nice football to watch, I think. But mm. what I don't like is where we go backwards. But you can hear the groans of... You know, when a pass goes backwards, you can hear the groan. And you can almost feel the player just think, shit, I'm going to have to... I just need to get this forward. And if, even if that's whacking it up to the corner or up to Paddy, I've just got to get it forward. And it feels like that's the case a little bit. I think there's a, you said then that you, you know the professional footballers and we can't, you know we can't use that as excuses but they are humans aren't they at the end of the day you know if 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 the crowd does feel if if, if they get a sense that the crowd is um, a bit anxious and and agitated that that must go through to the player I mean I've played before I mean I'm, I'm sure we all have it's not obviously not to that level but if if you know you're on the back foot or I, you know I, I used to get nervous with just with just a handful of people watching me thinking oh shit they're watching me it, it, it can play on you I, i'm not i'm not buying into this thing that they can't play in front of five thousand fans you know that, that's not i'm not buying into that because i do believe that if they can't play in front of five thousand fans then they're probably not at the right club um you know but those five thousand fans if 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 they are um on a player's back or you can just feel the tension in the air it must rub off to a certain extent to players and other players might feed off it as well you know, other players might yeah. think, right? Well, I'm I'm going to take a grip of this now, and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get everybody on side and get get you know get a shouting about something. Um, it's an interesting. Point. I, I, go on, sorry. I was going to say, uh, got a, got a comment in, and I think it's I think it's a valid comment from from uh, Gareth Eccleston. Um, he's he's absolutely right. If I was an away manager at EP, the counter to turn the crowd. Um, very toxic and on edge uh, EP at the moment. So that that'll be that'll be after Dagenham. I mean, every 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 smaller team that comes here will probably say the same. Dagenham and Yeovil, absolutely, they've probably gone. Let's let's silence this crowd in the first fifteen minutes, and then we'll 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 see where we are after that. Let's play the game in quarters, almost. Um, not quarters. I've done that wrong, haven't I? In sixths. <laughs> yeah. Maths wasn't always my strong, never made my strong point. All right, Alan, um, sure, in. calm down. <laughs> so, it, quiet, quiet in the crowd, first 15, first 20, and then you can sort of assess the situation from there. Because it's toxic from the start, and it felt it against Yeovil, you know, after 10, 15 minutes when you could tell that we were still playing at 5 3 2. I mean, we knew that as soon as the lineup came out, but the way we were playing as well, we weren't creating much after the first 10 or 15. You could just feel the crowd starting to turn slightly um, and, and it, it plays into the away team's hands. Yeah, I think, I think if any manager is going to come now and, and kind of say, if you kind of frustrate for 10, 15 minutes, the crowd will start to turn and then the, the, the confidence goes, and I, I've played to a, re, you know, a decent-ish level. And, oh yeah, um, you have, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you yeah. kind of pass, you know, if you make a bad pass and then it's on your mind you've made a bad pass and somebody says something, then the next time you get the ball, you make another bad pass and before you know yeah. it, kind of snowball and you're having an awful game and, and I was always taught just if that's happening go back to when you get it a simple pass and build you slowly have to build your confidence up through the game mm. but I didn't have 5,000 fans groaning at me when I did it <laughs> when I did make my dad shouting abuse at me for <laughs> kind of doing it, but it you know, it's, I, 
like you said, they are, they, they are humans and yeah, they are professionals, but it must be hard. You know, if you've made a couple of mistakes and the ball comes to you on the touchline, you've got all the fans behind you and you, you will be on edge a little bit to, to not make that mistake. And, and sometimes the safest pass then is going, maybe is going backwards rather than trying to be a little bit more. It's a, it's a tough one. Yeah. And I mean, final final word on on the Yeovil match. Then the the um, the German lad Dunfeld. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. I don't know if it's right or not, but it sounds pretty good. We probably won't have to say it ever again, anyway. No, so. no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so he went through one on one with the keeper and did very well to get one on one with the keeper. Yeah, I mean so that's the great pos- physicality, decent bit of balance, and you thought, fuck yeah, we signed one here. Yeah, that's the positive. And then five seconds later, <laughs> oh fucking hell, we signed one here. <laughs> Honestly, my my reaction was, I'm I'm one of these people that when when someone goes through one on one, I I stand up. Yes, you know, I, you, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been shouted at a county for that actually before, but anyway, I stand up, and then when he missed it, I stayed stood up, and I was I was just looking around like. Everybody yeah. saw that, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I always do that. I look around and just say, I didn't just imagine that, did I? I yeah. You all saw that as well, didn't you? Yeah. I'm only, I'm only just realised, you might, I've been quite quite quiet during the Oval chat, and I've just realised now, because I, I kind of put County in a box after the Oval game and listened to the game last night, and then that's been it again. I've not thought about it. I'm, I think <laughs> I'm only now processing Yeovil. <laughs> it's like it's like we're in therapy, and I've just yeah. uncovered some like historical trauma. Could you imagine if we weren't doing this podcast? Like ten years down the road, ten years down the line, you just it would just come back up, wouldn't it? The Oval match, yeah. you just yeah. crumble yeah. In, in Sainsbury's or something. Just in, yeah. where, wherever, you, wherever you shop, you people from Cheadle, I don't know. Yeah, you say that like Cheadle's posh. There's, there's it is posh. It's not. I didn't say Cheadle Hugh. I said Cheadle. Cheadle's not posh. Cheadle Hume's posh. Cheadle isn't. Oh, no. Yeah, Cheadle Heath's not posh, in it? Yeah, okay. Cheadle Heath's not posh. Cheadle, Cheadle's in the middle. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so don't be thinking I'm a posho, mate. I mean, look. Oh, a posho. I'm obviously not posho, <laughs> am I? Um, okay, on to the Maidenhead match then. Um, last night. So, Matt, you went. What was the... What was yeah. the what, decent drive? Any, uh, did, you hit, did you hit any traffic? What no, services did you stop at? Yeah. Well, my, my, my son wanted to stop at every single subway on the way down. Like every sub, <laughs> we went past and there was a subway and they was asking, but we did actually go to one near the ground, which was which was decent. But um, no, it was, it's, the travel down was actually really good. It was going home. It was a nightmare because I and I and always rue the day. I think once I was stuck in traffic in the day, I said, "Why do they not do these roadworks at night when no one's on the oh, road?" Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> So uh, yeah, my fault really. But yeah, I think we got in, got home about two quarter to two, something like that. So yeah, so I'm going to bed straight after this, and I don't know how my son went on at school today. He's probably a letter come home saying he fell asleep in maths or something. But <laughs> he did well, to be fair. But no, it, it was it was um much in you know we, we just looked far more balanced as it. Cause I think we had um Friars on the left of the three centre backs, a left footer. Made a huge difference. I felt a bit sorry for Barkley when he was put there because he, he got some horror passes as well to his mm. wrong foot. Some of the passes were behind him to his bad foot, hit him ridiculously hard. So I did have a bit of sympathy for him at Yeovil, but we just looked more balanced with him on the. I think he played on the kind of the right, Hogan in the middle and Fries on the left. And Kitching made a huge difference. Yeah. And that's not saying Whitfield or Walker haven't done good jobs there, but they're with their wingers or more attack, whereas Kitching is a proper wing back. It just looked far more balanced with Southern Hills on the right, Kitching on the left. Um, it, it, it just looked more balanced. Crowsdale 
seemed to play the deeper of the three, and he almost like Collar and Rooney further in front of him. I, I love Crozel. He does loads of stuff that he probably gets not that much credit for, but he just tidies stuff up and gets a little tackle, yeah, little tackles in that you don't really, they're not necessarily thumping tackles, it's just a toe in the way that knocks yeah. it out for a throw in. I think he's ace. It's, not, it's not the sexiest position, is it? But it's important. No, yeah. But he's one of them that I think if you, you'd miss him more when he's, you know, if he didn't play one game, you'd almost miss him more. But you don't know until you get that. Until he's not there, you don't really realise what you've kind of, what, what he brings to the team. But I thought Collar was brilliant as well. I thought he played, I think probably one of the better games I've seen Rooney play. I thought Collar was ace. Uh, but Kitching made a, he, and he's so tall as well because the balls from Hinchliffe were going out to the left hand side and he was winning headers. Yeah, and Pat, Pat yeah. was winning headers. So we had a bit of height up there as well. So they were kind of doing, and they did, it just looked, a more balanced side and I did read some stuff after that said oh they were down to nine men and it should have been you know we should have scored five where we, we for the last half an hour we just conserved energy it was like job was done and probably a little bit of maybe thinking right we've got Halifax on Saturday we don't need to go and yeah, you could go and score four and five I guess but it was we were in complete control before they had a man sent off it, that didn't alter the game in any way it was we, we were the better side yeah I was listening on the radio and it was just one way traffic like well before the sending off, yeah, it was just absolutely dominated. It was, ob- it was obvious we were going to win, even without the sendings off. Because I, I, th- I think if we'd lost, I think it could have been we could have been discussing a change of manager on this show tonight. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I think I think he's fair. Well, he's still fairly close to the edge now. I'd imagine, given yeah. that, given that Stock wanted to be entertained and he hasn't been. That's even before we get onto the actual result side of it as well. Yeah, I think I think there's a there's a lot to come from players coming back and things like I mean, like you say, Matt Kitch made a massive difference. I, I, did, I wasn't expecting him to play last night, but when he when he was in you know in the lineup, my first thought was, is it too early? You know, I, you know, you sort of bring a player back in as a sub in in that respect. But um, like this is what happens when you win, isn't it? You you you're allowed to make decisions that you wouldn't normally make. So we took him off. Didn't we? Mm. As soon as I think it was the second went in, Kitchen was off, and Friars as well. Friars as well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really good. What I mean, was Kitchen the, the the difference? Because the rest of the players have played in the first few matches. Yeah, I don't think it wasn't the difference. He made a difference, I think. But I think the, everyone seemed to step up. Like I say, Collar for the for the for the goal, Collar kind of broke through, um, and I think he got almost to, towards the goal. And, a lot of people would have shot, but he kind of had the foresight that Rooney was kind of square of him and kind of squared it to Rooney, who, who then kind of finished it off. But I don't think many players, I think many, most players would have tried and finished that because he kind of broke from quite far out. He kind of running through. I think most players would have probably took the shot on themselves. But Collar's quite a clever player. And he saw that probably Rooney's in a better position on Marks and rolled it into him and, he, and Rooney finished. And there's probably no, you know, if you want a, a chance like that to fall to him, it's probably, it's probably John Rooney, to be fair. But, so, that, yeah, I think he made that difference, but he wasn't, like I say, having. Friars on the left hand side, having just a left footer there, just it's the balance of the team just looks better. And like I say, I'm not saying that Whitfield didn't do a good job. I think he, you know, considering he's not a wing back, I think he did all right there, to be fair. But Kitching is a proper left back, left wing back. And it, Southern Hale's the same on the right hand side. It just looked far more, far more balanced, far more effective. And like I say, we, we caused them problems and we created chances. Like Madden hit the post with a Dead unlucky, to be fair, like a half volley from outside the box. I think it was like bumped against the post. Uh, Reed had a couple of chances. Rooney had another chance. There's plenty of you know we we created a quite a few chances. And I know the main are not high up in the table, but the 
they're quite a decent. You know, they had a late run for the playoffs last season. They were a big physical side as well. Yeah, don't underestimate them. I mean, they've scored they scored a lot of goals, haven't they? Um, to, to, you know, at the start of the season, I think I think they were four nil down and kept brought it back to four three at the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think I'm right in saying. Um, what 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 pleased me as well was we we scored the first goal with eleven on v eleven on the pitch. So we scored that. You know, we, I think I think you said Nick we were going to win it anyway. I think I think that was the the general consensus. The second goal was irrelevant of having ten men. Um, because it was from a corner, was it? Yeah. Um, so you, I mean, okay, you might, you might say, well, there was one less body in the box, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, kind of, sort of, sort of evens it out. And then the, the second red is just a good ball through where the keepers had to come out and, 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 and take Reed out. I'm not, I've not seen this. I'm just going off, uh, obviously JK's commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Reed got kind of put through and it, it was kind of, Fifth, it was like a 50 50, but the keeper decided to try and kick his face off, I think. So that was uh, <laughs> I don't know why he did it. But and the first one, I don't, we didn't really see what happened with the first one because we just seen the lines, the linesman flag, and then apparently it's a stamp. But it looked like I think Hogan seemed to insinuate there was some kind of kick or something, um, which is stupid. It was there for their attacking free kick, and so it's like right on the edge, like kind of wide of the box, but a really good position for them. And they've somehow got somebody sent off. It's just it, it was Will Collar that he attacked as well, wasn't it? How can you how can you get that angered by Will Collar <laughs> in, in his little face? Never. There's this thing. I, I think I'm. I always get get sort of mixed up between Will Collar, Ben Whitfield, and Crowsdale because they look like. You know, you know that Spider-Man gif where they're all pointing at each other? Yeah. It should be three, yeah. They should, if they all got in a, like a triangle and pointed at each other, I'd be like, I don't know who's, who's who. Just the names on the back would, would, would help me. They all look very Aryan, don't they? <laughs> look very what? Very Aryan. Aryan? They'd be like poster boys for the uh, Hitler Youth. <laughs> right, I see what you mean, yeah. Just the fight. Yeah, did you see, did you see that Richard Madeley um, clip? Where they were, they were, they did a a piece for on Good Morning Britain. I think it's Good Morning Britain, isn't it? Whatever it's called, um, piece about about the end of the war. And then he did a proper Alan Partridge moment and went, "Do you know what we didn't do? We didn't go after the Hitler Youth, did we? We, we, we we've missed a trick there. We sh- we should have done that." <laughs> it's like fucking. Hell. Full uh, on partridge. It, it is just partridge. Isn't I it? know. I yeah. know. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, what was your overall take of the match? And then, obviously, better improved. Obviously, much much improved. Um, we've got to take that into Saturday. We've got to. For me, we've got to take it into Saturday to set ourselves up for Wrexham. And only if we convincingly beat ha- Halifax and 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 beat Wrexham will I be convinced that that Rusk is is the man. Really, yeah. same. I, I, I think six points from these two, but four. If it's if it's four four points and two very good performances, then I think yeah, it'll be all right. that, that I'd, I'd, I'd say that that show we're on the right track. I think yeah. I, I just yeah. I just hope yesterday last night wasn't the blip. I don't want last night to be the exception desperately. Mm. Yeah, see, I, I I think these are two tough games coming up. So I'm probably I, we we had a chat in the car with a long like a long driver and we were chatting and we kind of thought if we average two points a game from now to the end of the season, we'll do all right. You know, we'll be. I think you probably we'd probably fancy to win the league. So I think if we won, if we won last night, 
Oh, so we won last night. So I would personally take I would take a draw at Halifax if you offered it me now. And then I think we've got Wrexham and then Weymouth, I think, are the next two after that. If you take four points from them two as well. And you try to do that as much as you can. Try and pick up two wins where you can. But I, I don't think I think it, it would be going some to go to Halifax and win and beat Wrexham at home. My opinion, I might, you know, hopefully we will do it. And I, I really do hope we do, but I think there'll be I think there'll be tough. I think there'll be tough games. I think we've just got to it's more about not getting beat, trying to win. Like you know, so a couple of draws and a, a couple of wins of the next few games, just to kind of get a bit of confidence. But what I would say is, when when they scored the first goal, it, you did get the sense because all the players kind of come over and celebrated near us. You did get a real feeling that they, they were to get, you know, they were together and as a group, and they, they seemed to be genuinely happy for each other. And so you know, we're, no, we're nowhere near that thing where there's fractions or anything like that, it did, or it didn't feel like that. They seemed to be, you know, and at the end of the game, they were all, you know, Russ come on. He was, it, you just got that feeling a little bit like they are, they are all together in this, and it is. Maybe a matter of time till we do click, but I'll probably get panned for saying that we don't need to go with <laughs> But that's my I opinion. Think, I think the tough. I think the tough. I think Wrexham. They're going to be apparently a very, very long ball. But they're you know if you look on their Twitter last night, they're all up in arms and you know, yeah. not necessarily a happy camp there at the minute. No, they're not. I, I had a look and and follow some. Um... Some Wrexham podcasts as well. A couple of Wrexham podcasts. Then they're not happy. Um, they were similar, similar to what we've been tweeting. Really, you know, all the money we've spent. I've got no midfield. Uh, all that kind of thing. You know. I think um, I think we're more justified in complaining than they are because for them it actually is early days for their manager and the new. You know, they've only just got their feet under the table, haven't they? We're like we said, like we said for ages. We're like well ahead of them. Yeah. Of like, pro, like we're about a year, year and a half ahead of them. So. Yeah, I, I thought that would give us. I I honestly thought we would be a lot further ahead than we are now. Given that, I think we said that on previous pods. You know, we've had an extra year, um, all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's that's why that's why I'm getting. That's why last week I was getting a bit. I was changing my tune with Rusk. Quitchy, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, and then and then and then Saturday happened, and I was I was livid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, me, you know, my point stands. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't take a, a draw against Halifax. I, I, I think we need to beat Halifax, and I think they're beatable I with our away with our away form. And then, if we beat Halifax off the back of two wins, we've got a week to prepare for the massive game against Wrexham. They've 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 sold out seventeen hundred tickets in less than an hour. There's rumours that they're buying tickets in the home end. Oh, they definitely are buying tickets in the home end. Yeah, I must. I think there's going to be we're going to be like talking at least hundred people in the home end. Yeah, with that that could spell that could spell danger. It will just, spell danger. So, um, so we need to be we need to be we need to be beating them at home. And the the puzzle of the the puzzle of whatever puzzle he needs to solve for the home form needs to be solved by that Wrexham match. Well, that's my, that's my ultimatum to Rusk. There's also a puzzle to be solved. <laughs> the same puzzle that we need to solve for the home form, we also need to solve for just general games against teams that we expect to be up there. And for me, that is Halifax and Wrexham. So we'll see. What do you mean? Just run that one by me again. Because all the talk has been... There's been some mental gymnastics done with the teams we've played this season. who are saying, oh, well... You know, we drew with uh, Boreham Wood and they were like fifth. It's like, yeah, but they're not going to finish fifth. If we're going off where teams are going to finish, the only team, I mean, I said this last week, but the only team we've played that I think will fin- will definitely be top seven is Dagenham on the first day. 
Everyone you, don't else think, put, you, you don't think Grimsby will be top seven? No. No, I don't think they will. I think I, I think they'll be not far off, but I don't think they'll be top seven now. That's a big call. I think I think they will. I I I think when I I go off generally form. So when you play a team, if they're in good form, then it'll be difficult, no matter where they finish. So Boreham Wood for me play three one three. Didn't concede a goal. I thought that was a good point, personally. Mm. Um, that's but yeah, potato potato. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> let's not let's not we've waited no, well, this long for some football let's not call the whole thing off not again also talk um, to the missus <laughs> um, right uh, well thanks for coming on Matt we'll let you go and get some kip yeah thank you no a pleasure thank you very much I appreciate you coming on um, yeah and uh, probably see you on Saturday you will mate alright catch you in a bit thanks gents alright There we go. Always good value, Matt, and he's, he's better than that left bollock. Yeah, yeah. He Much actually better. knows his stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, so let's move on to uh, the new signings then. Dumfald, I'm sticking with that, and Friars. Um, yeah. Ziki Friars comes with um, he comes with a good uh, pedigree CV, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, okay. He's played in the Champions League. That's that's some pedigree, isn't it? Yeah, I played twelve. I think twelve games in the Premier League as well. Is that for United and Spurs? I've not even looked at his history. Yeah, so and, let's and do some research, really. Possibly Sunderland as well, because oh, wasn't he at Sunderland? So I don't know if they were in the Premier League at the time. I wonder if he was there at the same time as Simon Wilson. I don't know. Oh, now, oh, small. It's a, football is a small world, you know. Once you get into this networking lark, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, the, big, the big LinkedIn shaggers. Yeah. Interesting, though, isn't it? Because I have I do listen to the Price of Football podcast. Uh, and they had, um, what's he called? Kevin something, the, the accountant guy on there, who is actually a judge of the um, Football Content Awards, believe it or not. Oh. So he will be judging possibly our our podcast there you go um so if you are listening kevin hello thank you can for we listening. choose which episode to send them i, I have no idea they probably just, i don't know um but yeah he did a based on financial um performance i guess out of all the premier league teams that had ever been in the premier league he did which ones were the best run financially and which ones were the worst run financially and the worst run financially was Sunderland. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. I've seen I've seen a documentary. Bloody hell, that was depressing. I have not seen that yet. Um so you make a good point there. Were they there at the same time? If someone can tell us, do comment if Friars was at Sunderland at the same time as Wilson. But you'd imagine it would have been on our radar regardless of that anyway, because he's a local lad, isn't he? Yeah, he's a local lad. I think he said he he came to county when he was a kid, uh late nineties. Um, so yeah, like, like Robbie Keane. I bet, I, bet said, I bet he said that everybody club he's been at. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean it's hard. To, it's, I mean we can't really comment on 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 him really, can we? In terms of his playing ability, because we only saw him against Yeovil for t- what twenty minutes. Yeah, it, but it, it offers us much needed balance. We finally got a left sided centre because I, th- I think. 
given his age and his injury record, I think, and the fact that Kitchen's obviously first choice, I think he's going to be playing more as a centre back. Yeah. Just in costume. But obviously, with him being a left back by trade, he's going to know how to get forward as well, which is going to help in that position. That finally provides some balance, which is, has been the word of the month, I think. Balance, balance, balance. And now we've got a little bit. Yeah. So he'll probably start on the bench or up front on Saturday now. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Matt, Matt said that Whitfield played okay at left wing back. I mean, if, if I was going to do a, a football manager on him, I'd probably give him a five or a six. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I mean, to be fair to me, he's been asked to do a job that, that he that he just doesn't do. So, you know, you, you, mm. you know, fair play to that. Um, but yeah, that kitchen going in there and that's probably, I mean, it sounds like that Friars had a good game last night. Um, so fair enough. Probably by and large because kitchen was there as well. I would, I would, I would hazard a guest. Um, you put Palmer back into that defense, you know, I don't know, like, dare I say it, replace Palmer with Hogan. So you've got Friars, Palmer and Barkley because Barkley is pretty good. Yeah, and have Barkley uh, on the right, Palmer, yeah. Palmer centre, knitting it all together, and then yeah, Friars on the left. So you got you got the two either side that can get forward, help support the wing backs. Yes, yeah, basic stuff. This this is common. <laughs> this is common sense stuff, and we're at the forefront. <laughs> the first time us and common sense are in the same sentence. Um. What do you think? What did you think about Keenan Dumfald? It wasn't comed- comedy bad. The miss was comedy bad. Oh, wait, but you've got a comment here. Have you seen this? Friars was never at Sunderland. Well, there we go. Simon Wilson won't know him from Sunderland, then, will he? No. Where did you get that? Where did you get that from? Did you just did you just dream that up then? I, I might have done. I'm, I'm sure. I, I, it's from what I saw someone say on one of the. Um... One of the message boards, someone uh, okay. that he was at Sunderland, so I just, I just took it as, uh, took it as red. There you go. You should always fact check. Yeah, I've, I've just checked, and indeed he wasn't. He did, he did play nine. Crystal Palace would have been where he played in the Premier League, I would imagine, because he played nine games for Crystal Palace on loan. Ah, uh, oh, okay. per- Permanently, sorry, it was Crystal Palace he was at. Right. Yeah. So ne- both, nearly, nearly right then. You know, they're both clubs that are of absolutely no consequence to me. So, <laughs> yeah, that, but that's the only, that's the only, <laughs> that's the only thing they've got in common, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of other clubs. It, yeah, it, true. It could yeah. equally play for Leon. Yeah. yeah. Or Hamill Hampstead. Standardly age. <laughs> Actually, I've just looked. He, he did play for Standardly Age. So yeah, did he? <laughs> yeah, he did after he left United. So there you go. Um. Thanks for that, um, County Casual 77. Thanks for keeping me honest. Yeah. That was a necessary interlude. Yeah, we, we, we are we are quite aware that we talk bullshit on here. Um, and, and people are free to come on and talk bullshit with us. So if we do go wrong, do let us know. Yeah, and if you just, you just want to be a fact checker, you know, people who have designated themselves fact checkers, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not, I don't mean, I can't say that I do much research, unless we've got a guest coming on. Uh, but I even then, just make sure I'm drinking fluids so I don't yeah. pass out. It? That's that's all I do really. Even then, it's just a Wikipedia page. Do you remember when when we asked um, Sam Minihan if his dad played for Stour Bucharest or something? It was, uh, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. I think we were the first ones to ask him. But yeah, we were. Now everyone's asking him it. He gets shouted at him in the street. <laughs> but Sam, didn't your dad play for? I think it was Sophia. 
Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, that's it. Yes, it was. It was uh, either Levski or CSKA. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was but, CSKA. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, Dunfeld. I don't think we'll see him again. Um, There's conflicting information last night. It was John Kieran said on the commentary that he'd been left out, whereas mm. the club communication said he was injured. So. Yeah, well, I noticed he did take a bit of a knock, but it did. Re- you know, it reminded me of. Um, do you remember when Tess Tess Faye Bramble, when Tess Bramble went down? Um, That's what for for his crimes? No, <laughs> no, not that time. But yeah, <laughs> no, no. Uh, when Tess, uh, it was it was Tess Faye we had on we had didn't it? we had Tess Bramble didn't we? Yeah, it was his brother, Titus. They, Titus Bramble, that's it, yeah. We had Tess Bramble. Do you not remember him when he like missed an open net from two yards out near the post um, and then went down injured and, and hobbled yeah. off? Yeah. In, in this... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, after after the lads miss on Saturday, um, I kind of got the impression that's what he did a bit because um, he, he wasn't anything after that. I just completely forgot he was Co- there after that. Remember when we had Coban on loan from Stoke? Yeah, and he didn't even touch the ball, and then we never saw him again. And it turned out he'd broken his leg somehow. Yeah, no, I know. Probably, probably no. taking his boots off or something. <laughs> Getting get in the shower after the game. Yeah, it's yeah. it's funny how these players come with high, you know, big reputations, don't they? Not not big reputations, but oh, they've got high potential, um, and then they they just don't. You don't see him ever again, do you? <laughs> well, I, I I phoned my father-in-law after after because he's a Scunthorpe fan, and he. He had to get off the phone for laughing. <laughs> and, uh, so, so that, was, that was the only review I had going into the game on Saturday. So when I saw him like power through on goal, I thought, <laughs> he's actually pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, how wrong I was. He might well be. I, I, if he'd been fit, I think I would have been playing him last night. Just if we're going to persist on playing with a target man, then we might as well stick someone up there who's going to win something. So I probably would have, would have done last night. Yeah, well, I must admit, I did predict him to play up front last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. In in the in in the app and that, and yeah, I got a measly eight out of eleven. I keep getting eight out of eleven every time. Yeah. yeah. I noticed uh, Clear Blue Skies came along. Not even got the app. Um, doesn't doesn't like force fun, which is fair enough. But then joined, you know, but then joined in in the end and got eleven out of eleven. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He predicted the lineup and the shape, but not no, in the but... app, just as a tweet. You know, you know. We, can, we can all predict the shape, mate. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> a lot of people have been going with what they want, which is fair enough. And That's I did that I last do. night. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Dunfeld, here we go. How about this? Isn't he on four goals in like 88 games? Probably. I mean, if that, if that one effort is anything to go by, I think that's, I'm not sure he's on four. It's not. It's not. Um, no, he had, he had one taken off him for that miss at weekend. <laughs> imagine, oh, that imagine if that was a thing in football. <laughs> every time you, every time you missed an absolute sitter, and you all, you, you, you know, you, you, get, you don't get it on target. You hit the nearly at the corner flag. You get one taken off. Wonder what Pele would be on now. Don't get me started on that. Well, he, he just be he just sticks whatever he wants on, doesn't he? He's in his he's in his bloody hospital room now, <laughs> volleying used piss pots into the into the bin. Ding, uh, oh, ding, oh, that, oh, ding. that one on? <laughs> Fraud. Um, 
I used to, did you ever used to watch fantasy football with Badil and Skinner? They used to have a section called Pele was shit. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just clips of them like ballooning free kicks into orbit and <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, uh, we've got an update on uh, on the on the Dunvall thing. It's actually eighty eight. Oh, ten in eighty eight. Um, he's just managed six goals in a minute, so he can't be that bad. I know. Yeah. So if if we wait for another. Th- Three minutes. Wait <laughs> 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 for three minutes. That shot's going to trickle out. Yeah, you might, might, you might turn out to be a good striker in, a, in another three minutes. It's never a good sign when you sign a striker and then you Google him and can't tell what position he plays. Half of the outlets were saying midfielder. Yeah, midfielder. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought, like, oh, I think we're all right for midfielders, mate. In fact, we're all right for strikers now. You can off your pot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, apparently, he's, he's, he's not got a squad number at Scunthorpe. Was what I saw there, one of their fans saying on Twitter, and what have you. He's he's meant to be uh, on, on his on his way out of there. Yeah, well, it, it did I mean, stink of like a Neil Young signing. It did a bit, didn't it? I mean, straight away, I thought Scunthorpe, bottom of the bottom of League Two, um, tip to go down. They will go down. Yeah. Yeah, and he here we have a striker that hasn't even got a squad number in 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 that squad. That just that just spells danger for me and and panic. But panic by you know he was available. Okay, he's big and tall. Let's get him in. I I think I think Friars would have also fit into that category, but we knew he'd been training with us for a while now, so everyone knew it was in the offing and. I think he's got a. He's not played a lot of football. I think for the last eight months or so, since he since he left Walsall, he had a bit of a Swindon. A Swindon, sorry, he had a bit of a. God, we're on fire tonight, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fact, fact checking everywhere. Uh, since uh, since if, he if, left Man City, anyway. If you'd like to be a co-founder of the podcast, co-host, <laughs> do, do right in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but he, he is what we needed. I'd, I'd rather have a left-footed centre-half with a dubious injury record than shoehorning a right-sided centre-half and just ruining his career. Yeah, yeah, just definitely. Because he's getting... Yeah. The amount of shit he's getting... Not to, no, not to his face and everything, but well, obviously not to his face, because no, everyone's a shit house, aren't they? But, um, <laughs> but the amount of people who are always saying, oh, Barkley's dropped from League One, oh, he's, we, we've been you know, we've been sold a dud here. So, well, no, he's playing out of position. And people don't seem to... I saw someone saying, well, he played at left centre-back at Accrington. Well, that was in a four. It's a totally different... Yeah, it's totally different, yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I think we'll, now we can move over to the right-hand side. We'll see see the best of him, I think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. He has, he has. I feel sorry for him because he has been, he's been, he's been asked to do... Again, like Whitfield, he's been asked to do a job that he's probably gone, yeah, okay, boss, but in reality, it's you know he's finding it really difficult. It's no wonder you know the first goal against Yeovil came down that side because yeah. you've got Whitfield and 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 Barkley. Um, I don't think we had it. Was it? I think it was Saturday. Yeah, we didn't have a left footer in the no starting eleven, which is just bonkers. Yeah, it is bonkers. Um, Bit of a negative subject now, but I think we covered it slightly when we, when Matt was on the um, the toxic atmosphere in the Cheeland. Yeah, um, it got a bit. Yeah, but but there's I think it's the same people who'll they'll sing something ridiculous every week that most people wouldn't most right thinking people wouldn't agree with. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, sing, singing like we're shit, singing that we were shit was just ridiculous because there's we're been, not. There's been plenty of times where we've been a lot worse, and <laughs> just things in general on and off the pitch. The whole general atmosphere has been a lot worse, and we didn't sing that then. Yeah, I remember even when we were bottom of League Two, clearly cut adrift. Your lone players coming in, representing the club, lone players being captain. And I don't think we sung it then, actually. Um, it takes, I mean, takes a lot. I'm all for a bit of gallows humour, but not like what when we're still in single figures of games of a season where we're expected to be up there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's too early for questions about the manager, but I certainly think it's too early to be claiming that we're shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, th- I just, I don't know. I just put it down to this, this um, instant you know. gratification culture. They want yeah. everything now. They want infinite content. Other That's... arcade fire songs are available. Exactly, they need to wake yeah. up. They do. <laughs> you can't. That, 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 I was just. That, they were the words I was trying to think. I was thinking. Thinking, mate. So cheers for that. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, um, got a mate who's who's home and away United fan, and he he said he, that they're they after their match last night. They were on meltdown as well. Yeah. He's like, why is it? Is it social? Is it just football? And I, re- I replied and said, no, it's probably a bit of both. Everybody wants everything now. Yeah. Um, because you because we're so used to having it in our hands. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I didn't agree with it. Um. I must admit, by the end of the Oval match, especially after the you know Dunfald missed that um, missed that chance, I was just laughing at the end. And then, you know, I went through the I went through the crisis curve, and then afterwards I was livid. And then the day after, I accepted it. <laughs> so, well, my my friends Emma and Dave came to the game, and they came to stay at mine on Saturday night, and we had a few drinks. I've not seen them for they've not been to County for ages, so it was a nice little reintroduction for them. You know, they saw the new cladding. They saw the cosmet- cosmetic upgrades to the stadium. And then Looks on the nice, stage, yeah, everything's the nice. Same old product, the same old gruel. Yeah. yeah. So that was refreshing. I'm convinced it'll um, it'll click at some point, though. I'm, uh, you know, if if I don't know if Russ doesn't get it right, then the next, you know, somebody else will get it right. Yeah, I'm, I'm... someone will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just a matter of time. I hope it's Rusk. I really do, um, because. He seems. I mean, the the, the the after you know the post-match interview against Oval. He seemed really, really hurt by it, um, and just and his demeanor. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> the, the, his demeanor on on the sidelines as well. And I know there's comments about well, he just keeps his hands in his pockets. Everybody reacts differently to different situations. I don't mind what he does while he's a manager. You know, he, he, he I know he sat down as we were losing three nil. I don't mind that because he's probably thinking that they've let me down. Those players have let me down, and you know you can go and shout at them. It's not going to change the result, you know that kind of thing. He's, he probably thinks I'm going to have a word with him afterwards. So I don't mind all that, um, and he seemed he just seemed a really genuine guy. So I really hope it works for him. But like I say, if we don't get a result against Halifax, set ourselves up for Wrexham, and if we don't get a positive result against Wrexham, I think it could be a uh, could be time for a walk around the pitch. I, I really hope it does work for him, mainly because I don't know if I trust Simon Wilson to pick the next one. But that's a conversation for another day. Or it might be a conversation that we just get to, you know, we'll go and batter Halifax and Wrexham, go on to win the league. <laughs> never we can, like, bury that conversation in our time capsule. So we'll have this conversation off air, record it, and put it on a little 
thing. Little yeah, yeah. Thing drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then we can we can dig it up when we've just won the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Simon Wilson stand has been opened. Um, yeah, I think I think it's unfair to start naming replacements though. I know some people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know where to start anyway. That that's what some of the names people mentioned at weekend and stuff. Like, people need to get a grip of themselves. People need to think. Oh, we're not the only football club with a bit of money. We're not we're not we're not the only football club with more money than they should have for their level. There's clubs mm. all the way up the pyramid who've who've got that, who will also be trying to get managers from higher up. All right. Someone someone mentioned Simon Weaver at Harrogate. It's like what who's been at Harrogate for like eighty-five yeah. years working for his dad. Exactly. Like <laughs> the perfect it's basically his football club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely happening. Yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah, that, I don't know. I didn't see that, but that's 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 a ridiculous thing to say. If if you know anything about football, um, then then yeah, you're just not going to come out with that. Um, let's move on. Um, here's a question: What did you make of Simon Wilson's club update? Uh, yeah, well, I've always, I think everyone everyone has spoken well. At the club and that, but I, I'm personally at this. I mean, I watched it and it was all interesting and what have you. But I'm at the stage now where I want to see stuff being actioned rather than the talk. I want it's time for actions for me now. I want, I just want to see it because I'm happy with everything that's going off the going on off the pitch. Spot on. That's like the one last piece of the jigsaw now is to get going on the pitch. And once we do get going, there'll be no stopping us. That'll be it. But it's just. Hopefully we can like the next the next week and a half massive for me. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I I, I like the updates, me. Um, yeah, oh yeah, I, I, I like them. It's nice. It's nice yeah, to I know, no, I know, I know. You didn't say you didn't, yeah. but I, I I I do like them. I genuinely do. I think I think he talks well. Um, I'm I'm not sure if there's a bit of corporate bullshit bingo in there, which is mm. which is fine if you can talk if you speak that language. He has to speak that language because that's the level he's at. Or he doesn't have to, but he, he he's probably spoken it all his life now that he just can't speak any other language, which is which is fine if you can cut through that. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they're okay. You know, I remember when Dad Samson was on when we had Dad Samson on. Dad Samson was like, "No, Russ, I'll tell you now. This is this is what it is. He's, he's talking bullshit. It's just it's just um, media." Well, if if you know if if, if Simon Wilson comes on does an interview with like John Kieran like that and he says stuff and you can't believe it then you know what can you believe well, I I've, I've got I've, I see no reason for him to lie in those in those interviews so I quite enjoy them um yeah and they're 40 minutes long as well aren't they yeah, it's pretty good and and they bring them out like half an hour before the podcast so we can't even watch it before we start recording but that's right Nick you how long have we been doing this it's everything just, it's like it's like they're watching us. Like we'll we'll do a podcast and they'll sign they'll sign a player like at half, at nine o'clock on a on a Wednesday. Well, at weekend I was leaving my fan hub prediction thing. I thought I'll leave it till Saturday because we might because everyone knew like we we're in for Friars. Wilson had mentioned in his interview that he's going to be trying to bring a striker in. So I thought, oh, we'll probably sign someone for the Oval game. I'll leave it till Saturday morning. And then literally like ten minutes after we did it, we're going. Announce a couple of signings. Luckily, none of them started to mess it up. 
Yeah. But even if they had started, there's nothing we can do because the fan or blads aren't going to be pissing around on a Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon is football <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People say, can they get them onto the app now, please? <laughs> no! <laughs> You just nip into work because Stockport County have signed two yeah. players late. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, yeah. Some yeah. Division 5 teams <laughs> have signed, uh, signed a yeah. striker on a month loan from Scunthorpe. Five, some, yeah, some Division 5 team you've never heard of. <laughs> um, well, so when yeah, I the, talk I'm... about fan hub to people, now, you know in Royal Family... Where back, where where Nana's always like, oh, Marjorie's daughter, she's quite high up, high up in Northwest Water. That's how I talk about you with FanHub now. <laughs> if, if people ask me what FanHub is, I'm just like, I tell them, and I'm like, oh, Russ is quite high up in FanHub. Russ is he's one of he's one of their top men. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it. Um, a couple more comments to come in before we talk about the blog. Um, so, uh, so a couple of names that we've not seen before. So, w- welcome. Thanks, f- thanks for watching, uh, you guys. Uh, apologies if it's already been discussed. This is Ed Lawson. Do you think Russ will stick with three centre backs and wing backs? Some fans think he wants this should go to a flat back four. I think he will stick with it, especially for Halifax on Saturday. It's his system. Whether we changes that for Wrexham, no idea. I would, I would probably hazard a guess and say no. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say you were really reaching for that guess, weren't you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think we'll stick with the same system that we've played for the last five hundred games? Yeah, probably. I, 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 I would like to see us go for. Yeah, I'd like to see. I'm one of the ones who wants to see a back four. Yeah, I, I know only you are. In the, only in the way that I want it. I don't. I don't want someone else's way of doing a back four. I want mine. Yeah, I that's think... why I'm sat here on a Wednesday night. I think did he not try it last season and it didn't go too well for him? The flat yeah, back four. But, but he's had like his whole his pre season. This is his team now. You know he's so you think. Yeah, so he's. I would think he's phased that out in terms the, of like the, the recruitment in the summer suggested would be going that way. I think even even little things like Salvin Hales having number seven as his squad number. Yeah, I know it's only a little thing, and you, no, but that's. Yeah. Uh, it's a little thing, but that that that's usually an indicator, isn't it? Yeah, and you then know. signing Whitfield, the best winger in the league, plus, and then Walker, a player who thrives in in those positions. Yeah, it's a strange one. Time will tell. Um, another one. Rusk's record is sixty points from thirty three games, which is pretty good. People need to get off his back. I don't know what that is in in win percentage. Um, no, it's that's it. When you when you look, take it down to win percentage, it it goes down I think because a lot of draws particularly last season yeah yeah and I guess the other positive from last night if we if we just quickly talk about it was it 17 attempts yeah and I know we were away from home so I'm expecting the same against Halifax more attempts uh fluid total football on Saturday um and then we'll see how we get on against Wrexham next week that's exactly it because the formation it's not you know if we're creating chances and what have you then the formation we're playing don't matter. The only reason people have got a problem with us playing the back three is because we're we're going with the back three and we're creating basically nothing. Yeah. Up until up until last yeah. night, that, that's people's problem with the back three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, and it's, and it's it's worked before, hasn't it? I mean, okay, at home last last season, he always he always had a puzzle to unlock at home. Forty six percent win rate. 
which is not too shabby, is it? Um, so it, he always had a puzzle to unlock to, to solve at home. That puzzle seems to have got harder this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't get it. We, we, we definitely have gone backwards. Um, especially in home form, we've gone backwards. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. Shall we move on to the blog? Yes, let's. and and the, blo- and the blog that everyone's talking about. Yeah, well, I'm really pleased with the way it's gone with the blog. So if you didn't know, we have got a blog now. Um, I don't know the address, but you can get it on our link tree via Twitter and uh, Facebook. Um, and we tweet it out all the time and, and, and post it out anyway. So we've got, for those that don't know, we've got three new bloggers. We've got Alex Ross, Ant Sherritt and Adam Sundle. Um, and we've put three of their blogs out. Um, all of them really, really well. Um, so give those a read. Um, we've got over 1,200 views of those three between them. I didn't know that many people could read. <laughs> what the county fans? That's a bit disparate. No, no, just it? in general. I oh, just in general. Like, <laughs> reading, like the way I was encouraged at school for reading, they led me to believe it was like something really special that like only a few people could do. I didn't realise it was such a. Oh, I should probably take it off my CV, shouldn't I? You should special, do. Yeah, special skills reading. Reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, um, the, the 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 blog that we want to talk about, and it's a, it's a really good one. Uh, it's from Adam Adam Sundle. Um, I mean, don't, all three are really good. G- give them a read. Um, but Adam Sundle's um, the worst county games, and he start. He, I think he lists about ten. Ten is it? Ten county games um, of the really bad ones. So have a read of that. And there's been loads of comment on what you know what your worst is. Um, so I'll start with you then, Nick. What? What's your, what's your worst county game that you've been to? I oh, in fact, I, my worst isn't even based on what happened on the pitch. It was a week after we'd, I think we'd drawn three all at Geisley. Of well, drawn three all with Guy. Phil Jevons scored a hat trick, and then the following week, people were singing, "Who put the ball in Geisley's net?" And and that was gen- that was genuinely my lowest moment as a county fan, and it wasn't even football related. So if That's... anyone could, if any listeners know what the game was after Phil Jevons scored a hat trick <laughs> <laughs> against Geisley, then that's my worst game. So that could be that could be a, another blog opportunity. Is your worst moment, yeah. not worst games, worst moment? I think my, my worst has got to be the one that a lot it's a lot of people's, which is losing six 0 away to to uh, to Mac. That was, it was awful, and we, you know, we sung, uh, "Turner, give us a wave." Turner, Turner, give us a wave, and the dickhead give us a wave. <laughs> Why would you well, do that? <laughs> on that subject, people were singing that at Rusk on on Saturday, yeah. just be, yeah. being absolute dickheads. But yeah, singing that and then, and then booing when he didn't wave. It's like, well, but if he did wave, you'd boo. Gonna, yeah, you? I know it's a no-win situation. Yeah, but you put you if you lose, I send, in... send McGee out. I just send McGee out in a in a vest. That'll that'll sort him out. <laughs> well, like Rav C Nesbit or something. <laughs> no, no need to be racial about it, Russ. Just because he's Scot- just because he's Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. They all wear, they, they all wear I, string vests up there. I hadn't noticed that he's Scottish. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm woke. It wasn't the first thing I noticed about him. Because I'm awake, as the kids say. Yeah, you have got that in you, haven't you? You're a bit woke sometimes. Bless you. I know. 
I look at me caring about social injustice and wanting everyone to have the same opportunities and stuff. What a bastard! <laughs> um. So yeah, what about um? You must have a what about a worst match though, Nick? Come on, I know it's that's got, the worst no, moment. It'll be Vauxhall, Vauxhall Motors away first season in the National North, and I went on. It was back when County used to do the official club travel thing. They used to have a coach. And I used I used to get it quite often. And then as we dropped down into that league, the coach was soon replaced by a minibus. So it was, a, it was basically a, the club official minibus on the, on the road to Vauxhall Motors. But they beat us 2-1. And the goal, there was no, no noise whatsoever when they scored. Just like a couple of people celebrating, like fam, family. There's no no Vauxhall Motors fans there, Adley. It was just people who worked on the industrial estate and shit like that. It just yeah, that, that was low. It's just yeah, it's like being at a Stockport Town match, probably. Yeah. you know where the, where the, the the friends and family of the players are there. Yeah. Well, when when I was a kid as well, and I played like kids football, we actually played in a tournament there at Vauxhall Motors one year. So that kind of brought that that had been that I'd had a kick about on that pitch. And now we were losing to yeah. the team that played that. That's just bleak. But there was a lot of games. I think pretty much all my worst ones would be well we're in the National League North, I think. I think so, yeah. I remember yeah, this one as well. Getting at home to Ferriby, yeah. Yeah. A village team. Yeah. Pra- actually a village team. Yeah. Like, For, having North Ferriby away and like following the club tweets, and it'd be like f- first half and county are shooting towards the allotments. Yeah. Oh, just think, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, oh. there's, there's still a bit of that in this league, isn't there? To be fair, but not not as much. Um, and, and as luck would have it, Nick, have a guess what? In true in true TSBW fashion, the Ruskin oh, to me is like, we can talk is. about it. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I can't I can't believe we could just talk about it as though we did see it. Oh, didn't didn't he look happy? That's what most people do, don't they? Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, blogs are really good. Um, and we've got, I think I've got three more to put out, or at least two more to put out. I bet them blogs are straining at the leash to be let out, aren't they? Yeah, but I won't put them all out. I'll we'll trip feed them out so we've got some content for you lot to read on your shitting all over your kitchen floor, aren't they? Them blogs. Are they house trained? I don't get it. I just imagine you having the blogs locked up in your house. I'm imagining the blogs as like sentient creatures, and you're having to like stop them escaping. I think you're there wanting to like put your finger on the post button. No, no, you've lost me. Uh, I, I, I didn't write. I didn't write that down and think, oh, I'll get that conversation in somewhere. That just that kind of ran away from me. Did and it? From, and, and from you, I'd imagine. <laughs> I, I didn't even see it to run away for it to run away from me. Uh, one last comment then um, before we wrap up. Worst games, I think that's pretty good. Uh, Mark Wood, Mark Woody Jones took a girl t- to watch Galton Palmer's debut. He cut his head, came back with a bandage on his head. He she shouted, "You look like a pint of Guinness." I never dated her again. That's pretty good as a worst game. <laughs> you couldn't, couldn't say that nowadays, could you? Oh, oh, love it. Um, Carlton played. Like, he listed himself on the team sheet last night, didn't he? He did. He did the team Johnson sheet Carlton. of the home match of the home team. Sorry, 
Did you see the t- did you see the team sheet of no, the No, I, I didn't. I was too transfixed on Carlton's name. Go on, who's, no. I'm guessing there's some county blast from the past on there. Oh well, Michael Reigns was on the bench. Liam Thompson, I think, played for us for a bit. He played, and as did Sam Sheridan. Um, and then, but then the weirdest thing is um, a lad who I'm, I would say an acquaintance, I would say, uh, played in net. Ollie Martin, he's a county fan, and I bought that ball off him for 50 quid um, and he played in net because he's a really good goalkeeper Is that have you declared that 50 quid to the inland revenue because they're going to be after you now after that what because I've pub- made it public yeah you know what's, you know what they're like with celebrities and the taxes <laughs> <laughs> well, they come after, yeah they come after the small guys don't they they don't come after the Gary Barlow on our hands here yeah <laughs> <laughs> good stuff right should we wrap it up there then mate yeah, yeah, I, I would. Yeah, well, I, well, I, I will. Um, so, just a couple of announcements to make. So, Fanub, we've we've gone through four hundred people in Fanub, 400. which 400. is absolutely amazing. Um, thank you to everybody that's installed it. And if you haven't installed it, go onto your app store and install it, um, and then get, get someone to give you a golden ticket to jump the queue. It's really good. A couple of features on there. You can predict the team. You can check in at matches, and there's leaderboards, fans, club leaderboards, and most importantly, you can get all of our content in the app, the podcast, the blog. What else? That, 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 that's all we do, isn't it? Yeah. This. This oh, oh, oh this, sorry, yeah, the podcast, yeah, the live show, the podcast, and the blog. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're a triple threat, Nick. That's what we are. Yeah, yeah. I've nothing to say to that. I'm just, no. I've never, never been called. Oh, I've, I've been called a threat, not a triple threat. <laughs> we're a triple threat. It's a, a triple threat is a um, entertainment industry thing where yeah, if you yeah. can if you can sing, sing, dance, and dance act. and act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and then the blog. Have a read of the blog. Over twelve hundred reviews so far. That's also in the app. And yeah, happy days. And we are in the final of the football content awards twenty twenty one, being judged as we speak. They might, uh, yeah, they might be watching this right now and like doing the they, doing the judging. They might I'm, be. So if you are, woo hi. Um, just, trying to, just trying to see if I've got anything to bribe with. <laughs> um, I've, got some, I've got some tonics. Oh, nice. Do you like tonics? No, oh, I'm, yeah. talking, I'm talking to the judges. I don't, care, oh, right. I don't, care, I don't care what you like, mate. <laughs> um, so that's being judged right now, and hopefully we can get some. They've been contacting us asking if we're going to go down to the event, but we're not. I don't think we've... No, there's going to be like Red TV and Arsenal TV and Mark Goldsmith and all those sorts of people there. Let's just go and have a fight. Let's just go and like... Kick ass and take names. Let's, let's meet all the other podcasts on like a motorway service station. <laughs> like Anchorman. You can touch my face. You know. I, I was thinking more like Football Factory. I was going to bring like crowbars and everything. <laughs> like bottles. I like it. Right. Thank you very much. And uh, see you all next week. When we beat in Halifax. Yeah, hopefully Halifax have beaten and yeah, and we can look and forward to the way in quivering. Yeah. That'd quivering be in ideal. their Hollywood boots. Okay. See you later. You've been listening to the Scarf Bagara War, written, edited and produced by Russ Johnson, Nick Lee. For more information, visit 
www.scarfgarrowall.co.uk. Thanks for listening. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.